I am really committed to helping our community establish businesses and grow together. This is the Transparency Podcast Show with hosts Shelby Chang and Michelle Herman from Long Beach, California, where we bring you life transformation stories, business, investment, personal development, entertainment, and more. Here today to introduce you a guest. Her name is Michelle Grace Herman. She's a businesswoman. Um, she's located in Long Beach, California. I recently get to meet her in person and we head off right away. Um, we have similar mindset and we have similar transitioning journey. So today she's going to be here to share her transitioning stories with you and her business trick and tips with you. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. So let's start off to um, share with the audience, like how, when, and how did you realize that you're not living as your true right, self? Right. Yeah. I have memories um, back to age four. And there's actually pictures of me wearing my grandmother's makeup around. And so there's memories throughout childhood. And that was one of the ones that kind of helped me realize something was there. Um, I struggled all through elementary school and junior high specifically. And I grew up in a Christian fundamentalist home. And uh-huh. so there wasn't even an environment to talk about stuff like this. I knew those people were bad or wrong. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I just buried it. I just pushed it deep. Um lost myself in school and in sports and then college and then mm-hmm. ultimately work. I went into full-time ministry right out yes. of college. Uh-huh. Um, I met my wife previously on a missions trip to New York City. Okay. And um, I just hid. I joined the, the ministry, the, okay. stayed busy, and just hid. So the, did your wife discover your true self? Yes, I talked way? to her. Um, what, whatever words I knew at the time. Like mm-hmm. We talked before we were married, and I told her there was mm-hmm. something there. and. Um, of course, I thought being married would cure me. And so yes, um, it, a, it actually did not. <laughs> and so um, she knew we talked about it on and off um, mm-hmm. for a while. Once I stayed busy, especially early in our marriage, um, I was able to kind of keep it at bay a little bit. But there was always this underlying anger and frustration and resentment that I at that time did not know where it came from. Mm-hmm. So what about when you grow up, like when you're in the schools, did you like bully? Like when, if you look, I don't, do you look like more thin? Yeah, no, I don't way? think anyone would have. Or do you try to be in a sport, yes. try to hide yourself yeah. like that? I remember my freshman year of high school making the decision to play freshman football, mm-hmm. trying to be ma- like a boy, trying yeah. to be a man. Okay. And I knew that's what it was also something you, the popular people do. And so yes, yes. it wasn't anything that I did because of myself it was because of trying to distract myself or hide Mm -hmm, actually mm -hmm. both and so um i got really good at that i got good at playing the game Mm -hmm. i got really good at religion and staying busy um i realized different stages as i went through that um try not to be too competitive yeah and so all these layers begin to peel off and I was directing our team here in Los Angeles of mm-hmm. about almost 30 people. Okay. And I started to basically f- go through what felt like a nervous breakdown. I was okay. really busy raising support for our nonprofit. And um, it got to the point where I couldn't do much anymore. And so we went through a, pro- a process of delegating all my tasks. And uh-huh. I took a sabbatical to raise my own support as well. And I went through about three to four months of not being able to get out of bed wow. and realizing 
for the first time what mm-hmm. depression really was, even though I probably always had it. Right. I really understood what it was and went to a counselor that was defined to me as a life coach, mm-hmm. which I felt good about that. <laughs> but, um, he, the first time that we saw each other, he called me a fraud and oh a fake. My and that um, my wife is scared to death. Mm-hmm. And basically he was right. I was just a facade. I was just doing everything on the outside. Yes. And our life was pretty much hollow, cardboard. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have much depth of the relationships. And so that began the process through counseling of, still in counseling over 15 uh-huh. years, okay. but uh, um, began to really look at myself and address myself. And probably about a year or so into therapy, mm-hmm. I I actually felt the, got the courage and maybe the conviction to say, to tell my counselor, you know, there's something here about my gender yeah. that I'm struggling with. And, okay. and I was very scared to even present it. He was, he actually kind of looked like Wolfman Jack from the old school news days radio. And um, he was very gruff. He would get on his little ottoman and stand and yell at me, kind of mimicking mm-hmm. my dad right. to kind of help me work through some of those things. And so it wasn't a touchy-feely counselor. But um, it worked, and it really helped me dig deeper and find out what was going on. So um, recently we heard about a governor or some sort of um, government um, personnel criticized that us, we're not permanent. What do you think about that? Yes, um, it's a shame that so much litigation is going through the states Mm -hmm. right now, especially states like Texas and Alabama and Idaho. where there's just such ignorance to mm-hmm. what is really happening. And, and I can understand that perspective because mm-hmm. for a lot of my life, that's what the perspective I took because yes. I was fighting myself. Yeah. And so I can understand that and coming from an evangelical background, I can understand that, but it's based so much in ignorance. And if they knew the reality mm-hmm. and if they knew what trans people really go through, if they knew that we are our own hardest um, enemy or our worst critic. Mm-hmm. And there's no one that's going to be more of a critic than I am to myself. Yes. But understanding that um, we have a lot of work to do. And yes. as a community, we that's have a right. lot of coming together mm-hmm. and to support and build into each other. Because if we don't do it, who will? Yeah, that's very true. Um, so let's kind of switch back to your, your personal story, yes. your life. Yeah. Um, so did you... Have kids or children? They do. With your... I have two children. So how do they react to your transition? Yeah. Um, it kind of came down where um, in probably, probably from 2016 to mm-hmm. 2019 was probably some of the most difficult times. I was really de- dealing with su- suicidal ideation. Mm. And I remember a September evening, a Saturday night, I was in bed with my wife. Okay. And I just said, I have to transition. I can't keep doing this for the Mm -hmm. last probably eight years before prior to that i was going to to therapy to not transition yes and to because i would lose my wife i would lose my family i'd lose Mm -hmm. my ministry or my nonprofit career right and i mean she understood she knew that she didn't want it and she knew that she wouldn't be with me if i did Mm -hmm. and i knew that um but i couldn't i couldn't um just fake it anymore i couldn't hold it in actually planned out my suicide and so it scared me enough because i know um, my son has some some tendencies with with mm-hmm. mental health like I do, yes. and so I didn't want to kind of create any pathway for him either. So 
Um, I stayed in my in, with, at home with my family from September 2019 mm-hmm. through the end of the year. Okay. And then I moved out, moved to Long Beach, mm-hmm. January of 2020, okay. a fun year. And I actually started my my HRT pills on the way to my apartment because I promised my wife I would do it after I left. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was January 5th, 1989 is when I started transitioning. Yeah, so when you start taking the HRT, do you feel that you are lying? Because when I started taking it, I actually feel very happy like relieved oh in gosh, a way yes. Yes. and 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 well some some people say there's side effect with emotional emotional mm-hmm. um attack or some right. sort but i i actually didn't feel that yeah. i feel like oh this is me and i feel okay um i'm more confident do you feel yes some sort totally. of that way too i remember hearing stories about how people felt kind of a peace and a mm-hmm. a wholeness yes. and so i really i really longed for that i wanted for that because i it was, eight, it was that time I was realizing I didn't have that. And so I knew that if I didn't have that, I probably wasn't trans enough. And even yeah. though I don't, I don't think that I wouldn't counsel mm-hmm. anyone like that anymore. But um, within three days, I felt totally different. I had a peace, a calmness. Yes. Um, I found myself whistling, mm-hmm. you know, just to <laughs> myself. I'm like, what is, what is this? Sing. And, and singing, yes. <laughs> and just this new level of happiness that I never knew was possible. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was affirmation within a couple of days of, man, this, my body really wanted this. This is how I best operate. Mm-hmm. This aligns things that needed to be aligned. Right. And so, yeah, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey. I okay. love the HRT. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so um, right now we're going to switch to, so with your transitioning story, mm-hmm. and then now you're owning your business, yeah. and it's called um, Trans-Owned. Yes. It's like a directory for Correct. trans people's business. Correct. Um, like, where's this idea come from? Well, yeah. How do you inspire to, to start right. this business? I was a social worker by trade. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I did in ministry, and then had a job in at a health clinic downtown Los Angeles. Um, and that's the job I took, leaving ministry, stepping out of ministry, knowing mm-hmm. that at some point probably transition was in the process, and I would not be able to do that in ministry. Um, so I had the background of working with people, helping people, and part of that included some entrepreneur training that mm-hmm. I've done in the past within our city, and it was amazing. We saw some great results, and it was very mm-hmm. rewarding to do. And so I always knew I wanted to do my own. I was always entrepreneurial in that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um, that came out a lot in, in our ministry and different programs we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, this, the story is kind of silly, but I was looking for a trans T-shirt. And once oh, I was okay. out and I was trying to go through the process of mm-hmm. reestablishing a wardrobe. And, you know, I found a few trans shirts at that time, but... I always wanted, who owns these shops? I really would like to buy something from a trans-owned place right. and to support our community yes. and build it. You mm-hmm. know, I could, this may be some cis person, and that's fine. They can sell stuff, of course, but um, I really wanted to, to think that. So I, I, there has to be something out there that, mm-hmm. that lists different trans businesses, and I couldn't find anything. Oh, and wow. I found... Kind of the best thing I found was our local LGBTQ Chamber of Commerce, yes. which had a listing of a lot of people from outside of the area, but nothing indicated if they're mm-hmm. trans or not. They were just at least allies as part of the community. Yeah, so your uh, directory listing, is it national-wide or worldwide? Yeah, it is national and global. Okay. Um, currently, 
Um, I'm not sure there's anyone international. I'm talking to people internationally. Okay. I think we have one member right now that is international. So Transone is an online business directory mm-hmm. at transone.co, C-O. Mm-hmm. And um, that is a an access to any trans-owned or non-binary-owned business that can get into the catalog. And so there will be one place that we can see all of our businesses, or at least most so of our businesses. if I want to join, how can I just yes. go to that website? Yes, transzone.co, mm-hmm. and there's a, uh, a tab called Join, okay. uh, very appropriately. Mm-hmm. And um, there's free memberships all the way to featured member, and you get different bells and whistles mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. member. Um, as I was building this out, I knew I, want, I, want, I wanted to be something more than just a directory. And yes. I, that's when the entrepreneur training I had done in the past kind of mm-hmm. came in. And so what we're doing is we're creating an adjacent online community. So all the paid members of the um, directory will be part of this community. And mm-hmm. there'll be courses, workshops, different events, you know, maybe like um, business insurance expert, mm-hmm. real estate expert, yes. um, talking to all of our business owners and make mm-hmm. it available to help them grow in their understanding in their business. And so there'll be primarily business, but also personal development growth mm-hmm. in this community. And the goal is for learning, yes. but of also inspiration and collaboration that we can work together and mm-hmm. maybe have some businesses do things together, but also just develop this kind of a a codependence or an interdependence with each yeah. other, kind of a, an ecosystem of positivity and support yeah, and like, connection. For example, if I'm, in, let's say right now I'm in real estate uh, business and I might need a website, right. for example, exactly. or I need to do a podcast show, totally. I need somebody, exactly. yes. uh, you know, cross path their business totally. services. Totally. And, yeah. yeah. So that's a very great idea. Um, also, I want to ask you, because I'm kind of similar like you, like I said, we were talking about it, mm-hmm. we kind of hit it off. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see anything that's in common or some sort of trade between entrepreneurship and trans people? Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Um, I just was writing about this the other day, uh-huh. that um, the average, the average national average of people that are entrepreneurial in the population nationally yes. is 7%. Mm-hmm. In the trans community, it's 18%. Now, there's a lot of variables for that. Yes. A lot of times because we have to, you know, right. maybe there's issues of hiring. And Correct. certainly we have, we know the stories of hostile work environments and mm-hmm. not acceptance and um, even being fired for being trans. And you know, like we've talked about with some of that le- legislation. Yes. Um, but in a, there is more um, entrepreneur in nature. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, trans people make the best entrepreneurs for a couple of reasons. One is that um, we know what it feels like to not have support. And and a lot of us. Feel alone. So exactly. Yes. Feeling alone <laughs> out there doing the thing, being self-motivated. We, mm-hmm. we, we know that. We're aware of those feelings. Also, um, we know what it takes to make something from nothing uh-huh, and yes. or kind of just reinvent and or right. pivot your business. Um, that's something we've done quite a bit in the past. And there's strength in our community. There's strength in, in communities across the world, but our community is unique in the sense that we share a very difficult, if not traumatic, experience mm-hmm. that really uniquely links us together. And that's something that can really be used as motivation and expertise in starting a business. Yeah. So do you think um, people who want to start um, to do their own business or become their own boss um, do you have any tips or hacks hmm. 
Yeah. In, yeah. In general, like, right. do, do you need to prepare yourself emotionally or you need to have some sort mm -hmm. of, maybe some sort of saving first? <laughs> sure. <laughs> some sort sure. Of that. that would be nice. <laughs> I think a lot of our businesses are bootstrapped, but um, yes. that's where we start anyway. Mm -hmm. um, I think the toughest thing is simply getting started. Mm -hmm. And so I would encourage someone if they have an idea, there's different ways of validating that idea and there's different kind of processes to go through um, to systematize your business. But mm -hmm. I think the most important thing is simply getting started. Do something. Go talk to someone. Um, begin to ask questions of what population may use the product or service that you have. And just talk to people. And get the ball rolling. You don't have to have the best website. You yes. don't have to have the best product in the final Yes. Final phase, it's all perfect. Right, yeah, there's right, MVP, right. a minimum yeah, five Yeah, just like product. I'm doing this podcast show. <laughs> exactly. Where How we sucks at first, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I understand, yeah. And then plus, um, I also want to add is um, there's a lot of uh, YouTube videos or, yes. or other podcasts that right. you can learn from. That's where I started totally. actually during COVID and then I started reading a lot of books yeah. and stuff. Um, so it really helps. And yeah, so... What other um, goals you have coming up for your business? Right. What, I, yeah. I heard you're going to start some other side business. Yeah. Um, like the map that you created. Yeah. Can you yeah. share that with us too? Yeah, I have a few other little projects on the side. Transone is kind of the main focus. Um, although it's probably not a full-time job. I mean, it will be in the future, but not, not at this point. Um, but what will will and hopefully help in the future to pay my bills is I've started a a branding agency and uh, social media management. Mm -hmm. And so it's called flourishsocial.co. And that's something where I can just interact with business owners that help them um, everywhere from trying to figure out who they are as a business, mm -hmm. with their unique identity, right, what is branding. unique about them compared to competitors, yes. mm -hmm. um, getting that graphically represented on paper, but also in messaging and positioning where they need to be in the market. Mm -hmm. um, and then we can kind of take the burden off them for right. their social media. And personally, I know how difficult it is just with our own accounts. Right. You know, it gets monotonous and there's a million <laughs> other things to do. And sometimes social media can, can, can get take, out yeah, too, exactly. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's something that we can take the burden off business owners. Mm -hmm. I know business owners do some things really good, but they don't do everything really good. Yeah. It's and a that's team, something we it's can a team sport. Right. Exactly. Team, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then I have a little e-commerce e website called uh, mycitymaps.co. Okay. For some reason, I like the .co extension. <laughs> yes. um, but it's just a, where, a little place where you can go and customize your own map of your city or your mm -hmm. your wedding uh, space, mm -hmm. uh, engagement, your favorite date, a bucket list item. You can make a customized wall map mm -hmm. for it and so with different designs. So it's kind of, I bought that and established out of my own domain there. Yeah, so we're going to have all the links in the show now that she mentioned okay. related to her business. Okay, thank you. Um, so now we are closing up. Um, I'm going to invite Michelle back to do some, like as a, as a guest host with me. Um, so you want to tell like the audience, like what type, what kind of topic that we might go, yeah. might do it together sure. you know, in the future? Yeah, um, I think my passion is community building, but then also... Um, helping empower this entrepreneur spirit. Yes. I would love to see uh, women across the board, queer women and nice. trans women, of course, right. um, 
understanding their giftings and what they can bring to the table and then how to monetize that, how to make that a business, a sustainable business for them to have a sense of self-empowerment, um, the self-decision-making where mm -hmm. you're in charge of things. Yes. Um, it's not hard. This is the easiest time in history. I mean, let me rephrase it. It is very hard, but this is the easiest time yes. in history to start with what we have with different platforms and, yes. and internet available. Yes. Um, so I am really committed to helping our community establish businesses, mm -hmm. um, grow together and grow. And I think um, there, for there's, there's a lot of areas we're strong in, in community. But if we can come together linked as businesses right. and as a business commit to building into our community, mm -hmm. I mean, we'll be unstoppable. It'll be yeah. very, very exciting and powerful time. Awesome, awesome. So we're looking forward to hosting a show with Michelle. Thank okay, you so thank much. you so much thank today. It's a great time. Yeah. That's our first show. Stay tuned for the next one.